Red flag number one, anyone who's telling you you can make those five figures in no time is full of shit. It's easy to get seduced by others who are telling you that you can increase your following, increase your income, and be a millionaire in no time if you just do X, Y, and Z. And it's even easier to get sucked in for those that don't have a clear and strategic path to the ultimate end goal. This leads us back to what I spoke about in episode 36 about the customer journey map and the importance of mapping out the significant touch points along the way. Welcome to The Power of the Pivot, a podcast giving you daily marketing tips and strategies from both myself and scrappy entrepreneurs who have all learned by doing. I'm Susan Salzman, your host, and the truth is building the life and business you want, desire, and deserve in your 50s doesn't have to suck. In these episodes, I will teach you the tips and tricks to managing and maintaining a life and a career you not only adore, but you're proud of. Nothing is off limits here. We talk about loss of identity and how that mentally and physically impacts us, how to relaunch after heartache and menopause, hardship, money, and what it takes to reinvent, reframe, and reimagine a life that once was. I always say the goal is in the vision, the system is in the roadmap, and without your systems in place, it's easy to get stuck, overwhelmed, and paralyzed. And because I don't want that for you, both myself and my guests are sharing personal stories, past failures, and present wisdom in order to amplify the conversation, inspire action, and move the needle. So get ready to dive in. I'm glad you're here. Let's get into it. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Power of the Pivot podcast. Today's short episode of Get Your Shit Together is intended to give you actionable tips and intel in 15 minutes or less so that you can grab a quick takeaway and then apply it to both your life and your business. On the last mini pod episode, episode 36, I talked all about the customer journey and how the touch points along the way can either make or break how you grow and scale your business. Back in the day, pre-internet, pre-all of this, your touch points were actual conversations. You were able to feel something in one's voice and if need be, shift the direction a little of that conversation. You were able to read the room, but not only read it, you were able to listen to it. And today, the only thing you can read are your analytics, who opens, who clicks, and who unsubscribes from your newsletter or who likes, follows, and unfollows you on social media. It's so easy to get caught up in the negative spin cycle that it can and will distract you from the very thing you're doing and will oftentimes influence you from doing and being who you are. And it sucks. I see it over and over again, and I'm not proud to admit it, but it's happened to me, and because of that, I've been sideswiped and bumped off course from staying focused on the very thing that I know works And why I know it works is because I've seen the results in those that I guide and help. That noise is the car wreck on the side of the road. You slow down, you peek in, and once you're there, it's hard to take your eyes off the chaos. Keeping your eyes on the road requires a tremendous amount of discipline. And it's hard to show restraint when all cylinders are firing all at once. I've shared this statistic in the past, but I'm going to remind you that the average person receives 75 gigabytes of information per day. 
That's per day, people. That's equivalent to about 32 hours of content clouding your brain on a daily basis, which equals about 12 to 14 feature films. How is that even possible to absorb that much information? I really can't wrap my head around it. I just know from my own experience that there are times more often than not when I've turned my head away from the train wreck. And I have to force myself to walk away and do whatever it takes to shut it down and tune it out. It's not easy. And if you don't, then it's going to be hard to keep your eye on the prize, stay focused on your end goal, and get everyone around you to tap into your, as Marie Forleo says, zone of genius. Shiny object syndrome is a dangerous place to be. And unfortunately, social media is really good at seducing you into feeling like you're not enough You need more and believe that what you're seeing is how it works and how you're going to increase those zeros in your bank account. It's exhausting. And because the online educational and marketing space is growing at warp speed, it's just completely impossible to keep up. And when you're trying to reinvent yourself and become a newer version of who you already are, you will almost do anything and try anything in order to be seen and heard. Just the other day, I was mid-session with a client who was recapping an experience at a recent event, and a few quote-unquote experts got a hold of her ear, chirping to her that if she just did this and that, she could increase her income in 30 days. Red flag number one, anyone who's telling you you can make those five figures in no time is full of shit. It's easy to get seduced by others who are telling you that you can increase your following, increase your income, and be a millionaire in no time if you just do X, Y, and Z. And it's even easier to get sucked in for those that don't have a clear and strategic path to the ultimate end goal. This leads us back to what I spoke about in episode 36 about the customer journey map and the importance of mapping out the significant touch points along the way. And if you've gotten distracted and swerved from your original mission and fallen prey to the busyness and noise around you, it's not your fault. Social media is so goddamn smart. It knows exactly how to distract you. And if you have gone down that rabbit hole of scrolling and shopping and signing up for PDFs you don't need or necessarily want, you are not alone. Information overload is an addiction. And the client that I mentioned above originally came to me because she was exhausted and knew that she couldn't continue to work 24-7 and that she needed some new systems to help her. But what she really needs, and I tried to help her with this, is a detox from her current way of operating. If she could just take some quiet time and remind herself why she's doing the thing she's doing and what that ultimate dream is on the other end of it, she could better be able to drown out all the noise, all the distractions, and instead of looking on the outside for all the answers, take the time to tap into the inside. Because you know what? The answers are already inside of her and you. But because she's looking for a get-rich-quick fix and turning to every Tom, Dick, and Harry who says they have the answer, she's going to constantly be on the road to nowhere. Another obstacle or problem is the daily or even hourly introduction of new apps, platforms, and tools. OMG, are you struggling to keep up or is it just me? Most of you who are either already in this online educational digital space or are entering are just as confused as the person sitting next to you. And I get a lot of questions about all the different apps and platforms and project management systems, etc. 
I'm no expert, but I subscribe to the philosophy, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Meaning if you're currently using a tool that works for you, don't get sucked in or seduced to the latest and greatest. When I launched my first digital product, which was an ebook inspired by my kids called Dorm Food Sucks and My Kids Are Starving, I had a very popular food blog, which, by the way, back in 2009, introduced me to this whole wide world of digital marketing and media. My food blog is published on WordPress, which I love, and P.S. that site has been grossly neglected by me, but it's there because people still ask me for certain recipes. And when I launched my ebook, my email list was on MailTrimp, which definitely has limitations. I needed to create a separate landing page and had to do that on another platform. Trying to connect the dots between the three platforms was challenging and not a fun experience. So much so that at the time I bit the bullet and bought into Kajabi, which I was wrestling with because I didn't really want to spend the money. However, it has been the best decision I've ever made. And in my opinion, an all-in-one platform is the way to go. But it's not the way to go in the beginning, unless you've already mapped out your customer journey map. You know what the end game is. And you have the different vehicles already lined up to take your audience from here to there and somewhere in between. And on another note, regarding Kajabi, I did research it for over a year. It was not a rash decision. Since then, I've been pitched on a dozen other copycat platforms, but I like what I got and it's working. Information is here to stay, and the goal is to find a way to decide who and what you listen to and what to tune out. So when my client showed up to our strategy session and she was confused because she had just been fed a ton of information, aka other people's perspectives, she got distracted. And this becomes a huge problem for those that have not finalized the ultimate destination of their endgame, because you need to establish that first and foremost so that you can chart out the milestones along the way. And those milestones become the step-by-step -step strategy or action plan to get you there. Because each project and task has its own set of to-do lists, plotting out this plan takes time, energy, and practice. And some of those tasks or projects might include where you write your content and how you organize it. Once you have the content, what platform are you going to share it on and use and how to prioritize all those tasks and so on and so on. It's not just about the thing you're creating or the product you're selling, but more about the systems you're going to use to keep you from getting distracted and overwhelmed. And I do believe what trips up humans our age the most are the different choices like the long list of tech and apps and how they have to use them. And when that happens, people like us seek others who are claiming to be the expert to come to our rescue. And because of that, we say yes to the first person who gallops up on their horse, waves their white flag and claims to be the fixer. You trust them so and hand over your credit card only to learn that this person has no clue as to what they're doing, doesn't deliver what they promised and eventually disappears. And I'm speaking from experience here. So I'm here to save you a ton of time and buckets of money because you're going to benefit from my mistakes. And if you're just starting out or have already dove in, but you're ready to take your ideas and offers to the next level, then listen up because I'm going to share with you today a few tools that are primarily free and easy enough to set up even if you're tech challenged. And on that note, I'm going to share with you the same advice I give to my clients, and that's use the free stuff until you outgrow it or until you feel your income can justify a little bit of an upgrade. 
It's about balance. It's about the long haul. And there is no quick win or quick fix to what it is you're building. And if you just found me or are new here, when you have time, listen to episode 36 because this will sort of be a little continuation of that episode. I spoke about the who, the problems you solve, and the touch points on how to build a customer connection or journey map that's going to retain your people and keep them in your sphere. Today, I want to expand on that and talk a little bit about the tools that won't break the bank so that you can begin to build your narrative, craft your customer experience, and hopefully sell what it is you are trying to sell. So here we go. Tip number one, build your community. And that means building your list. Your list means your email list. And in my opinion, this is your biggest asset. In my community, I call this your real estate. In order to build your real estate, you need to have some kind of product that will entice them enough to give up their email in exchange for that thing that they are wanting from you. This thing should offer value and it should initially be free, like a checklist, an ebook, or a how-to step-by-step tutorial. Anything that will create a small little win and a small little transformation. With that, you need an email service provider so that you can store their email and that information in exchange for the thing you are giving them. And in doing so, you have an opportunity to keep the conversation going. So the first tool I'm going to recommend is ConvertKit. The reason why I like this is that it can serve a few of your needs. Not only will it give you a space to store that data, the email, but it can also give you a place to build out a standalone landing page as well. Remember that ebook I created? Because I didn't have the right tools nor the right information from the guides who I paid to guide me, I spent way too much money and way too much time figuring this out than it required. And at the time of creating that ebook, had I known about ConvertKit, a lot of my frustrations could have been avoided. This platform is a great place to start. Again, if you're starting out, you don't need a website right now. All you need is a landing page. And that landing page will specifically talk about the cool thing you're sharing and offering and an easy way to deliver it to them in exchange for their email address. If you don't have anyone on your list or you only have a few people, you'll be able to utilize this product for free for up to a thousand subscribers. And it's a great way to keep your costs down while you're building your base. Number two, how do you find your community? Unfortunately, social media is a way to go. No matter how you slice it, social media can be a time suck. Having a strategy around this is crucial to your mental health. And after taking a long break from it, I finally cracked the code on how this can work for me. One of the ways I've found to better manage my time around this marketing tactic is by using a scheduling platform called Tailwind. I've used them all, believe me, and they never stuck. But Tailwind, for some reason, is just working for me. I currently use the paid version of this, but they have a wonderful free version, which is a great way to get started. Number three, ideation. As a visionary and a creative, I would imagine that you have 4,000 ideas all swirling around your head, all at the same time. The post-it notes that sit on and around your desk are filled with creative projects and ideas of all your dreams. And my motto is to never stop dreaming. That's where the magic comes from. But I often find myself coming up with great ideas on my morning walks only to forget about them when I get home. Otter AI changed all that for me. It's a free app that records your thoughts and ideas and saves it, but it also transcribes it. And its desktop option is fantastic. 
Inspiration comes at the most auspicious moments, and having an app on my phone to record those thoughts or ideas has been a game changer. Okay, tip number four, write it down. Whether it's a blog post, a newsletter, a podcast, or even a book idea, you got to write it somewhere. And if you're anything like me, you use the same descriptive words over and over and over again. And because of that, I get completely bored with myself. My favorite tool in the whole wide world is PowerThesaurus.org. It's basically like a search engine. You simply put the word in the search bar and it spits out about 30 synonyms that are descriptive and friendly and it's free. And I use it so much that it's the first bookmark on my bookmark bar. Tip number five. All right. It's been a while since I've honed in on my grammar skills. I do feel I'm a good writer and I have a good way of expressing myself, but grammar is not my strong suit. And because I want to earn your trust and sound somewhat intelligent, I have found Grammarly to be life-changing. It wasn't until recently that I upgraded to the paid pro version, but you can use it absolutely for free forever. Building your online strategy isn't just about building your ROI or the amount of zeros in your bank account. I truly believe that growth comes when you develop the systems that will help you get there. And those systems should be the vehicles to save you time in the long run. Your own personal time needs to be guarded. And I would venture to guess that right now you are probably a team of one. But that will change. And when it does, and you start to bring on humans that have a completely different way of processing information, having some systems in place to help guide them will be crucial to the success of your relationship. I also strongly believe that you need to be the captain of your ship before you start inviting sailors to join your crew, meaning create your systems, know how to manage your platforms, whether it's a website or your social media feed or an email service provider. Once you can do that and feel comfortable enough with it, then by all means, all hands on deck. So when that client said to me, let's book our next three month strategy session, I actually said no, which wasn't easy. No, meaning really not now, because I suggested to her to take a good long pause to really define what she authentically feels in her gut and what that end goal really, really is. Because when she originally came to me, she was exhausted and couldn't go on the way she'd been going on. We made tremendous progress together until she got distracted, got a bit of shiny object syndrome and started listening to the chatter around her. You got to know in your heart and in your gut what it is you truly, truly want and decide what is going to be your treasure chest full of your goodness at the end of your customer journey map. And once you have some clarity around that, then seek others who can help you draw the straight line in getting there. And don't agree to use a platform or app unless you're willing to learn it first. Just because someone is telling you it's the right thing for you, do a little research and testing before you go all in. Be empowered by your own abilities. It's only then that you can choose to delegate the stuff that just doesn't fill your cup. Most of the tools that I mentioned today are on my site, on my toolbox page, and I will put a link in the show notes below so you can visit that. And whatever isn't in there, I'll link to it separately below. And if you are pivoting or maybe already there, but just need a little help, my group, The Social Squad, is working on all of this narration and storytelling stuff. I'm currently accepting new members, and if this is something that might interest you, there's a link below to learn more. It's a casual, creative place filled with amazingly smart women who are all planting their flag in the sand. I believe we all learn better together, and if you walk away with some little nugget that inspires action, 
then I've done my job. I'm here every Thursday, and next week, my guest will be Lori Kleiman. This chick is the true definition of the word pivot, and I know her story will inspire you. It wasn't until she was in her mid-50s that she found her true calling, and because of that, she's making more money now than ever before, working less, and building her life around balance so that she can do all the things she loves, like traveling, spending time with her grandchildren, and approaching self-care in a new and fresh way. So if you're building an online space, you won't want to miss this conversation. And if you found value in this episode, I would love to hear from you. If you could leave a review where you're listening to this, I would forever be grateful. And if you don't want to miss the next episode, download and subscribe to this channel. And always remember, building a business in your 50s does not have to suck. Have a wonderful day and see you next week, same place, same time. I hope this episode inspired, encouraged, and challenged you to possibly take action, but also know that whatever you might be going through, you're never alone. There truly is no greater joy than connecting with others who may be dealing with some of the same challenges and obstacles as you are. And on the hills of that, what better way to celebrate some of your wins and achievements than with those who are walking right beside you? This podcast and the community that I've been building is all about that. Women supporting other women to do and be exactly who they were always meant to be. And in my opinion, there's no better experience than community. It builds connection, confidence, and most importantly, trust. If you're seeking community, connection, and rich conversations, just know that there's always an available seat for you at my table. Feel free to reach out There's lots of ways for us to hang out together. For now, remember, the goal is in the vision. The system is in the roadmap. And as always, it would be hugely appreciated if you subscribed, shared, and downloaded this episode. See you next week. Same time, same place.